All right, KISS Army, welcome to the KISS FAQ podcast. Thank you for letting us into your head. I hope we don't do any damage. This is a KISS-related podcast by the board for the board. We hope you enjoy. Welcome to episode 48 of the KISS FAQ podcast. This is a ninja episode that we weren't expecting to be taping, but it is Sunday morning um, or Monday morning for... Alan in Japan, welcome back. It's good to see you. Thank you. Thank and you very much. Also joining me is Lonnie, St. Louis Kiss on the board. Thanks for having me. Lonnie, good to see you. So this episode is an interesting one that's just popped up out of um, something that's kind of been brewing in the background for a little bit um, that is now ready for public consumption. So there is a, another new Kiss book out, and uh, let's give it its full title, The Illustrated Guide to Kiss in Japan. Written by Balish. Uh, why, why, why don't you tell us number one um, about your new book? Because uh, a lot of people didn't know that this was coming, and it's great to see it finally reach a point where we can actually tell people about it. Okay, um, sure. I created this book. Well, it's it's the book I wanted to read. If you've heard that before, um, it's it's no surprise. I. I was in a, in, a, in a Facebook group with a lot of Japanese fans, and it occurred to me uh, earlier this year. I, I posted a message: that, "Isn't there don't, isn't there a book about Kiss collectibles in Japan?" And I got some response, like, "No, there isn't." And I said, "I think we should. I think we should make one." And I got <laughs> lots of question marks, and people were not really. Uh, understanding what I what I wanted to do so that was my my crazy idea was just a, a, a post on on Facebook saying we should make a book about kiss collectibles about history of kiss in Japan I realized 2015 was the the 40th anniversary and um, it, it all started from from there I just wanted to pay tribute to kiss pay tribute to Japan pay tribute to Japanese fans and um, start talking to people and little by little, my the, the project got got started, and um, it's 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 here, and I'm so so excited and so happy, and I hope everyone enjoys it. I've I've got to say it, it's one of my biggest dreams. Is that a train going by? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I've got to say it's one of my biggest dreams that uh, people in every territory where Kiss has been an important important part such as sweden who have just done uh kiss in svensk and germany i would love to see a german fan you know do the yep. same so i'm Absolutely. really i'm really thrilled when we talk about kiss and we think about what they did in japan and, and also the very close connection that that someone stepped up and done a project like this yes i have to say the the, the book the kiss in sweden book was uh, was an inspiration um, definitely. I mean, what they did was unbelievable. And uh, well, in my my limitations, I, I tried to uh, to emulate and, and and do that for Japan. Awesome. Thank so, you. So, how far back do you go with collectibles in the in the book? Does it start with with seventies? Um, what you know, in in seventy seven, their first trip over there, or does it go prior to that, or where do we start off? Uh, no, it starts well. It starts at the beginning. Um, I don't 
Well, this in, the introduction is 1974, but uh, the, the real story of KISS in Japan starts in 1975. And so that's where uh, KISS gets signed uh, with, uh, with, with Victor Records. So I follow the timeline from 1975 uh, through the, 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 um, the discography, the tours, and uh, the magazines, and all the way through uh, 2015. Let's... Uh... Uh, I just want to say, obviously, there's uh, uh, most pages are on the, the the golden the golden era. So uh, of course, uh, the the seventies, uh, the, the kissing makeup, it's uh, it's uh, it's it's quite obvious. But uh, I I pay tribute to all the eras of the band, all the tours. They've been to Japan eleven times, uh, and of course, it's uh, so forty years is a it's a. It took a long time to write. If I had to write everything, it would have been 400, 600 pages. But for for budget reasons, I had to uh, strategize and uh, and 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 be, be be an editor as well. That's that's the editor's job. What you put in, what you what you leave out. Because uh, I had so much stuff, 40 years, but I had to decide what to choose, what to leave out. Um, and I think overall the balance is uh, is is reached. But of course, I want to pay tribute to the to the, what people like and, and love the most, which is the, the the originals. Yeah, I'm not surprised that the balance is kiss and makeup. You know, they they only had the 188 tour to Japan, obviously. 88 and 95. Oh yeah, yeah. You, you got me. That's right. Yeah, the golden was... era was the revenge era. I don't know what you guys are talking about. <laughs> <laughs> so let's let's talk a little bit about. Um, one of my things that I really love about Kiss in Japan is the discography. A, mm -hmm. lo a long time ago on the interweb was a chap called Garrison Spick who ran a website, uh, Kiss in Japan. I can't, I can't remember the exact name of the website. And he tried to do what the Kiss FAQ did in terms of releases and document everything in Japan when everything was released. Um, but he never got into some of the really cool stuff, like different uh, variations in the OBIs or OBs, as they're called. Um, how do you approach the discography in this book? Uh, I so I, first of all I approach it uh, chronologically, and one of my the, my main ideas for the design was the albums need to to be presented in the spread. So I'll just show you a, a sample. Mm, which one shall I choose? How about the first one? So here you have here. I don't know if you can see. This is uh, the first album Holy in Japan. Holy crap! That looks good. That's nice. First al first album in Japan is of course Dress to Kill. That's right. So you have the album. You have uh, the translation of the obi because you want to know what it says, right? You've always wanted to know. I explained the liner notes. Sometimes I explain, sometimes I translate it. So you know, you know the liner notes is the what you call the lyric sheet as well. You know, it's a two-page or four-page. So I explain who writes it, what the, the writer uh, talks about. And then here you have an, the um, publication ad, which is also translated with some notes. Here on this one, you have the single on this page, but it won't be on all, all the... Um, the album pages. So this is everything you wanted to know about the album. 
you have it in here. And you mentioned, since you mentioned the OB, uh, there's a section on, on the different OBs. The OB is the, in case you don't know, just have an album here. Oh, just happened to have one here. It's uh, the paper that's um, on the side of the album. This is just a promotional item. That's that's all they are. But of course, to collectors, they're, they're a must-have uh, when you collect uh, vinyl. So this is, by the way, the second version of Kiss Alive. So, yes, I, I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah, I've got, yeah, a, I've got a few copies of that one. That's uh, <laughs> the Victor I'm VIP sure. series, right? That's right. That's right. Rather than S Jet. Um, let's talk about pictures because number one, what I saw on on your website for this, and, and let's mention that website straight up. It? Where where can people find you? We, we haven't said anything. We, we're going to talk more about the book, but uh, okay. where can they locate this? I'm sorry, I, I, I didn't catch you. Where, where can they, where can people find you on the internet? You have a website set up for this book. I, I, I created a website yesterday. It's, it's not uh, the most attractive thing in the project. Uh, I created yesterday. It's kissinjapan.com. Uh, let's see how. Far. And uh, so you can, you can email me, and I'll give you all the information on, on how to, uh, to order the book. Excellent. Thank you for uh, mentioning that. Right, so you also mentioned color, which gets me excited. Is the whole book basically in color? Of course. I'm all jealous. in color. I'm jealous. All in color. It says on the OB, look, all in color. <laughs> yes. Why? Why did I? Why did I did? Why did I do it all in color? Because you have amazing Japanese books, right? You know this one. How many people know this one? It's a compilation of Ongaku Senka, which was a, book, uh, a Japanese magazine, uh, really um, active in the 70s. And they made all this Kiss uh, special. It's all in black and white in newspaper grade color. Very unfortunate, very unfortunate. And I, I remember co actually contacting them a couple of years ago and I said, you should... Put this book again in color, and I am happy to translate it for you. They never replied, but that's another story. So yes, I wanted this book to be all in color, high quality paper uh, to pay tribute because when people think of made in Japan, they think high quality, and um, so it it had a you know the Shinko music they, they created great books key specials and it's always top quality so I wanted this book even though it's fan made by the fans for the fans it had to be up to the the standard of a high quality made in Japan collectible so when a lot of fans think about Kiss in Japan the first thing that comes to mind are the two visits in 77 and 78 yeah um i'm assuming that we have um, some good documentation of, of those two visits. That's right. That's right. Uh, it, it's actually the per, perhaps the, the easiest um, documentation to find because it's been uh, covered so much. You know, when when they came to Japan, they were big news. Seventy-seven, uh, they were everywhere, and that's why I think there are about fifty or sixty pages just on nineteen seventy-seven, just to give awesome. you an idea. Uh, with the discography as well, so that takes a takes a, a bunch, and of course photos, which I uh, which I found, and and those photos, if you've seen them before, then please tell me where, and uh, I'll, I'll 
tip my hat. But uh, when I found them, I had never seen them before, and that's why they're in this book. So uh, that's that's also a big treat, is that um, the, the never-before-seen pictures is also in this book. And I'm, I'm really, really happy. And a big, big, big thanks to uh, the, the KISS fan club. Uh, they opened their vaults. Uh, one guy in particular, um, Imai-san, he was... He he just helped me so much, and and actually I, I'm dedicating this book to him because without him it would not be this good. That's uh, that that's really obvious. The Kiss Fan Club is that the the people who did LF fanzine or is that someone different? Uh, that's right. Uh, he he worked in LF. So LF was the second generation fan club created in 1980, and they went with that name LF up until 2006 or 2008 and now the fanzine is called sakebi sakebi means scream uh, in japanese uh, it comes from the harder than hell album higoku no sakebi um, and before that uh, there was another fanzine called come on uh, in the 70s and I, and I covered that as well so the the, the history of the the uh, the different fanzines uh, mostly of course come on because it's uh, it's the first kiss fanzine in the world and uh someone needed to pay tribute to them so uh i i'm, I'm doing that in, in this book as well that, that's really cool i mean as, as a collector i ended up with about i think 70 copies of lf by the time i uh you know gave up on fanzines and you know what i always was kind of interested about with the japanese fans is the passion which they put into their fanzines lf is one yes. of the most incredible fanzines. I, I obviously not being able to read nearly a word of it. They did put some, uh, you know, translations in sometimes, but the quality, the pictures, the organization, the humor as well. Yes. Every, everything that came through the cartoons. It, Absolutely. It was Absolutely. so. It was so very I'm, Japanese from an outsider. I'm paying tribute to that as well because you, it's exactly what they have. The passion. It's it's. The humor, it's, it's, it's really funny. The art, the, the, the drawings that they, they, they put in. And uh, the, let's say the word minutia. Uh, the, in one of the, the, um, the numbers of the, was it the reunion? I think it's the reunion tour, the farewell tour. They, they, even, they, went, they analyzed the different patterns of the, the, the screen behind the, the, um, behind the stage, uh, which which guitar is used for each song, all the set lists. And they have a lo lot of inside information from the, the Polystar or the, the Mercury uh, label. And you, you're right, there's a special issue. And whenever KISS comes to Japan, there are over 100 pages and it's everything you want to know about the band. The, this fan club, this fanzine is amazing, definitely. Awesome. <laughs> So I'm sitting here, you said that KISS has been there 11 times. I'm trying to sit here in my mind, trying to write down the 11 times KISS has been to Japan. And I okay, think I got it. Okay. 77, That's 78, right. Yes. 88, 89, 95, 01, 03, 04, 06, 13, and 15. Is that right? You forgot 97. That's I said right. 97. No, you didn't. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. There's only 11 times. You are nice. correct. Very nice. So let's talk about some of the photographs. This is this is a, um, 
a photographic heavy book would you say a lot of photographs in it um it's not a photo book i mean a lot the photographs are also for the collectibles and the, the the different items right it's not just a photo book of kiss live um i've i of course added photos of um kiss in concert but you look you have a look at the posters the the flyers the cassettes um some couple of t-shirts um the magazines um i'm looking at maybe you should be looking at so here's for example um the, the killers page oh look at that so you have here the, the special inserts i mean my the original idea was uh to catalog the the special inserts that are notorious famous uh with the kiss releases you know they have uh, plastic bags posters stickers and uh, i wanted everyone to 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 know where to look for and uh, where to find them and explain w where they belong because you know on Facebook different groups you sometimes have a, a, a new collector or even someone who's been collecting for a long time said I have this sticker sheet uh, which which release does it belong to and then you hear you hear everything and it's opposite um, you get the answer record straight from uh, inside information because there there are a couple of people i interviewed maybe we'll uh, we'll talk about that and who i interviewed for this book and where did i get my information i think that's uh, that's also quite uh, quite remarkable if i can say so myself yeah the 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 premiums that come with a lot of the albums i mean you just showed us killers and that's one of the most staggeringly expensive ones to try and find with its uh, yes. with its yes. bag the uh what else did that, that had an insert booklet, uh, like a three pay a three panel fold out insert, and I can't remember. It had a sticker. That's right, those three, yes. And then the elder, which is probably the ultimate, with that tiny little one inch pin that came. That's nearly impossible to find. This you can get the sticker, you can get the bag. I mean, the sticker in the bag will be like six hundred bucks. I think is the last <laughs> one I saw on eBay. Um, Someone actually, someone got a copy, I think, for seventy bucks that came with a pin in the last couple of weeks, and that just hurts me. So, <laughs> Japanese premiums, um, the posters. I'm not, gonna, I'm not gonna tell you how much I paid for mine when I found one here, but that's a, that's another story. <laughs> Do you have the binoculars in there? Yes, of course. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So let's talk. Uh, who did you interview for this? Uh, and what sort of areas did they cover? I mean, di different uh, focuses, okay. I guess. Yeah. Um, well, early early in the, the project of the book, I, I was trying to, to get fans to, 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 co to collaborate, to contribute with, with items. And I have to say, at first, it was it was not easy, especially in Japan. And I remember telling to someone, and you know, it's it's like trying to open a, an oyster with a French fry. You know, people are not responsive. People are not helping. And I know they have stuff. And I've known these people for 15 years. I mean, we meet a couple of times a year. We, we talk kids. We, we, we go to a studio. We play music. But they were not, they were, they were reluctant for some reason. And I, uh, while researching, I, there was a name that, that came uh, quite often, and uh, his name was Akira Yokota. And Akira Yokota was the record label manager, Casablanca record label manager at Victor Records. And I thought, if I can interview him, I'll, I'll definitely make the book. 
I was hesitating whether I would do the book or not because it was it was getting difficult to get people to collaborate. And I said, if I can get him to speak, if I can can get him to talk and 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 uh, give me some information, then it's worth doing this book, and I will do it. So I started looking for him. You know, I, I contacted uh, um, news uh, magazines where he had given an interview. I contacted a radio station because he he was sort of a I wouldn't say a personality, but he's been interviewed about uh, rock music in the 70s. So I, that's where I, I, I saw his name. And uh, couldn't find him. He's not on Facebook. He's he's about 70 years old now, of course. And um, I don't know if you want me to tell you how I found him, but um, good, good old phone book. <laughs> I found, we found an old phone book at the library from 1989. Wow, and, and it was still valid. And and there were two 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 people with the same name, two people with the same name. And I and I picked their names. I picked their phone number. Why 1989? Because there's a big privacy law in Japan since 2000. You can't find information on anybody. So I. I get those two Akira Yokotas and two phone numbers, and I and I said I kept them for a few days, and I said I'm not going to call him, I'm not going to call him, I'm not going to call him, I'm going to call him, and finally, it was a Sunday night. I remember I made I, I dialed the number and I call it's in Japanese, of course, and pick up uh, phone. Someone picked up the phone. So Mushumushi said, "Okay, that's it, it's a man." And he sounds like he's about 60 or 70. And I said, excuse me, uh, call you. Are you Mr. Uh, is this Mr. Yokota's residence? And he says, here, yes. Are you Akira Yokota? He says, yes, that's me. He said, I'm sorry to, to ask you. He said, are you Akira Yokota who worked for Victor Records? You took care of kids in the 70s? And he says, yes, that's me. And I, I felt like I'd win the lottery that, that, at that moment. Like, and I explained, I said, Mr. Yokota, I'm a KISS fan from Belgium. I love KISS. I, I want to know everything you you experience about KISS. Would you would you please uh, have an, uh, give me an interview? I, I'm thinking of making a book about KISS in Japan. And, and he, he was so nice. Yes, of course, no problem. He was so kind. And so we met. We met and... Um, and I asked all the questions I could think of. I had all my uh, all the photos on my iPad. I said, "What about this? And what about this?" And I have to say, there were a lot of things he didn't remember because that was almost forty years ago. But what he remembered was uh, was really great, and um, it's never been published anywhere, to my knowledge, in English at least. So. That was really, really, really uh, a great moment. And um, while we were talking, he, I asked him, you know, I would really like to interview the president of the fan club at the time, you know, Mr. Aoyagi. And he says, ah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he pulls out his phone and he gives me his phone number. I was like, oh. I said, do, do you mind if I call? Do you think he, he would mind if I call him? He said, oh, no, no. He, 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 he's, he knows a lot about KISS. He was, he was there and everything. And I said, oh, that's great. That's great. So I, I took the number and I called Aoyagi-san. So Aoyagi-san, was the, he founded the fan club in 1975. So I called him, and he was also super nice, super kind. And we met, and he had a lot of interesting stories too. So um, that's that's also in the book. And um, 
when I got those two interviews, I said, okay, I'm going to go full on with this book. It needs to happen. And when I told my Japanese friends that I had interviewed those two, they couldn't believe it. They said, how did you find them? And, and, and I was, at the same time, I was getting uh, photos from collectors from all over the world. From, but I mean from all over the world, from Finland, from England, from Germany, from Canada, from the U.S. Everybody just sent me all their photos. Then the Japanese fans said, okay, I'm going to help. And they had great photos as well. And um, with that, I contacted the current uh, fan club, uh, the guy, the editor of, of Sakebi, uh, Imai-san. And uh, I interviewed him at first. I wanted to know the, the stories of Kiss for the ninth, for 1988-1995 tour and uh, reunion and, uh, and farewell. And we talked and we talked. I interviewed about three times. And then he realized what I was doing. And he says, what, what you're doing is, is great. I want to help and I'm going to help you. And, and that was really, really also a turning point uh, into in making, uh, making this book. Thanks to him, I also interviewed Yomasida. Yomasida is a very famous journalist, hard rock, rock metal journalist who's a huge KISS fan, who was editor-in-chief of Music Life in the 90s, who worked for Burn. So uh, I, I covered really the whole the whole era uh, of of Kiss in Japan with those with those four people. So those are the two kind of main magazines that I think most Westerners would be available when we talk about Japan, Burn, and Music Life. I, I, I mean, nearly everyone who collects or knows something about Kiss is aware of the music encyclopedias of nineteen seventy seven yep. and seventy eight. Those the, those are absolutely classic Kiss items, regardless of being Japanese. Were there other magazines in the 70s, other mainstream music magazines that KISS would have um, appeared in that um, maybe we get to hear more about in, in your book? Um, there are a few, but the Music Life was the, the main one, this, the biggest one, and KISS's luck, I suppose, was that the, the editor-in-chief, Haruko Minakami, just had a huge crush on on Kiss, and so they uh, they were covered extensively on uh, in in music life. Um, Onga Kusenka was uh, a bit a uh, bit less. This is the the one with the compilation for Onga Kusenka. There are other magazines. I mentioned uh, one that is called Rocks, which is impossible to find. Actually, let's see if I have one here. Oh, look at that! I have one here. Um, um, and Rocks is actually interesting. It was a low budget, but they had a very different take on on Kiss. Uh, a, a lot more serious, and they were they were a lot more uh, um, had a lot more insight on uh, on what Kiss was about and and how how Kiss uh, how to approach Kiss compared to Music Life, which was uh, really following the. I would say the, the O-Coin uh, hype. Lonnie. Very cool. So you talked about that you were, it's, it's, it's fantastic that you were able to get, um, you know, those interviews with, with those guys from the 70s. But were there any, and you showed us some of the pictures that are in your book, were there any photographers or, or anyone that was reluctant to, to submit anything for the book or that you were not able to get a hold of that you would have liked to have in the book? 
Ah, that's a really good question. And unfortunately, I have to say yes. Um, his name is in the... Well, I'll, I'll tell his name. His name is Miyashita-san. And he's, um, his name is in the 1978 tour book because he designed it. He has a photo studio. And he's the one who took hundreds of photos in 1977. And I found him. His actually studio is actually not far from my, where my office is. And I first contacted him by email, by phone. And he just couldn't be asked to do anything. He was just, ah, that's 40 years ago. I don't have that stuff. He's like not interested at all in hearing about kids. But I, I, can, I can pay. I will pay. I can I have the <laughs> license. I, this is money involved. I have money. And, and, well, I didn't have that much money. That was a, I was kind of bluffing, but uh, <laughs> couldn't be asked. Couldn't be asked to go into his studio and, and dig some, some rare stuff. Oh. Fortunately, someone else... Uh, his name is uh, Takahashi-san. I contacted him out of the blue as well because his photos were in Ongaku Senga. And I, and I found him. Uh, he also has a photo studio. And I, same thing. I said, uh, are you the Mr. Takahashi who took pictures of Kiss in 1977? And he said, oh, yes, that's right. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> and I said, <laughs> I mean, Takahashi is like the name Williams in, in the U.S., just to give you an idea. Um, fortunately, his first name is a little, uh, is a little uh, exotic. So I said, I'm a huge Kiss fan, uh, the whole spiel. I, I'm looking for photos at Haneda Airport at March 18, 1977, and the uh, first conference, March 21st, and it's like, whoa, let me, let me look. I, I don't know if I have any photos. Calm down. Uh, <laughs> um, he said, yes, exactly. I said, uh, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm busy. Uh, I'll be back in uh, my studio in a week or so. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yes, please, uh, anytime. So he calls, he, uh, he, he sends me back an email, said, yeah, I found, uh, I found a film. I was like, what? What, what year? What is it? So, oh, I don't know. Um, and uh, it's, he, says, he says, it's a miracle because I used to give all the negatives to the magazine. It's it's a it's a miracle that uh, those that I have them and that I found them. I mean, this is nine, this is thirty eight years ago. So, so he he found them. Uh, said, yeah, I'll put them. I'll have to uh, put them on Photoshop. Send you a contact sheet in, in a week or so. It's like, ah, can you tell me which year is it? I, said, I don't know. So anyway, I had to wait. Uh, and he sent them, and they were absolutely gorgeous. Uh, unfortunately, I couldn't buy all of them. Uh, but the ones I bought were the best ones, and 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 they're in the book. Uh, they're taken in, in Osaka in 1977, first first show. So they're in they're in high quality. Um, they're never been published like that on full page in color. You may see bits and pieces in Samonga Kusenka, but uh, with uh, with that that uh, that size and that quality, it's a, it's a first. He had more, but fortunately, I had a limited budget for those. So we've heard about a, a bunch of projects that are going on, you know, not not necessarily yours. How much of a challenge is things like photo licensing? Because you've done this book the correct way, that you have licensed photographs from photographers and gone to them direct. Um, how much of a challenge is that for anyone who's who's thinking about doing similar projects that they have to take into consideration? Um, and, and how do you approach photographers? Because obviously every photographer is different in how mm -hmm. they 
feel about their art, whether yeah. it's just, you know, that's 40 years ago, I don't care anymore, um, as, as you mentioned, to those who, who yeah. can actually make big money out of it. If, if, if you look at the, the photos done by Miyashita-san in 1977, and you, you want to pull your hair out that he doesn't care and he doesn't know where they are, because that's that's really, really, uh, really a, a, a shame. By the way, I contacted also Ongaku Senka because uh, so the photographer said, well, I'll give it to them. And they said, we have absolutely no photographs of KISS in our files. So... Um, no idea, no idea where, where they can be. So to answer your question, first of all, uh, I uh, had a, my first wall was that I was self-publishing. Uh, the first question is, what's your, who's your publisher? And then because I contacted the other photo agencies, and I know quite a few who had Kiss photos, but as soon as I said, I know I'm self-publishing, something said, no, sorry, we don't, we don't, we can't sell you anything. They had the photos, but because I was self-publishing, they they were not interested in dealing with me. So there were there were two instances uh, like that. So if you don't have the the reputation or the maybe the deep pockets, they they just tell you they 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 don't have anything for you. Um, I contacted actually Bob Gruen, the legendary Bob Gruen, um, through his website, his assistant. They were very nice. Unfortunately, I'm. I live in Japan, so they um, they uh, directed me to their uh, representative in Japan, which is another photo agency. And I got samples and everything, and then I got the price list. And uh, I love Bob Kroon's photos. They're iconic. They're amazing. That's what got me. Maybe a lot of people got excited by Kiss in Japan, you know, where in Kyoto with the the kimonos and behind the golden pavilion and behind those photos are amazing and i wanted them in the book um i just again based on my budget um a postcard size photo which is a i guess like two two inch by three inches mm -hmm. was about 350 dollars that, yeah, that's that sort of price. That's the kobe beef of photography <laughs> isn't it so yes yeah. yes yes but I mean, they're amazing. I, I, he wants that price. I, mean, I don't know how much he really wants, but the, the Japanese uh, um, representative agency, that's, that's what they ask. And it was about $500 for one page, for one page size of those um, kiss, in, uh, kiss in Kyoto in Japan. So um, unfortunately, I, uh, I could not afford, afford those uh, for, 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 the, for this book. Um, but maybe they're cheaper if you're not in Japan. I don't know what uh, what the rate is for, uh, for for his photos. To be honest, also I had about twenty samples, and there were only one or two that I had that I had never seen. So they send the standard ones. If you want to see Bob Gruen's photos, kiss in Japan, you get you have the music life anyway. So it's not like I was going to have uh, never before seen or, or really rare one. I can imagine how much those would have been. Um, and I would have just killed my budget for the, for the rest of the book. So I reluctantly had to, uh, to decline those photos. So if you want to make money out of photography, become iconic. And then obviously <laughs> yeah. you can yes, uh, yes, na yes, na yes, name yes. your price. But that doesn't sound like it's a, a negative. It sounds like it was an, an, an interesting experience to go through the process with Bob because yeah. such a higher level photographer. Mm. Um, yeah. 
and I, I think we've probably seen so many of his pictures anyway that if you're not going to mm -hmm. see something new, why would yeah. you necessarily? Yes, yes, yes. Um, it's, not, it's. I mean, I I would have gladly paid that amount if I had it. I I love those photos. They're they're amazing. But again, I I, I have them in the music life to, for me to enjoy. You know, one one tour of, of Japan that that is a very interesting tour that they did was the 2001 tour with with Eric Singer on the farewell. Mm -hmm. Um, how much of how much of that tour is is documented in the book? Uh, it's it's mentioned. I I don't want I didn't want to go over the the the, um, the drama that 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 happened in uh, with with the farewell tour. Eric Singer replacing Peter Chris uh, at short notice. Um, I have the uh, I have some some photos. I have the um, some behind the scenes stuff. Um, I don't uh, spend too much. It's one, two, three, four, four pages. Which is probably about the right size for how many gigs did they play in two thousand and one in Japan? Not a tremendous amount, if I yeah. if I recall. I've got their website up. Well, yeah. I want to. Yeah, about about I, six, I think. I think eight, six, six eight, shows. Eight, oh, eight, eight. So okay. Oh no, I'm sorry. Seven. Six, right? Seven. Seven. Yokohama, Yokohama, Tokyo, Fukuoka, Nagoya, Osaka, twice. Yeah. So, right. so I just want to jump back to the photographs for a second. Were there any photograph um, quality photographs that you rejected for a reason? Were there things that you just said, no, I don't want that in there? Um, quality photograph that I rejected? Yeah, were there any people who gave you photographs that you're just like, no, that doesn't work? Anything kind of on that side of things that uh, obviously we've, we've heard about, uh, you know, Bob Gruen, but mm. what was your vision for how you wanted, I guess, to support this book visually with the photographs? What, what made a photograph or um, a graphic inclusion important to you for this book? Um, I, again, it's, it was uh, strategized uh, the real estate of the B, the B5 pages. Um, it's, um, on, on, to be honest, again, the, you, I don't know how many people want photos of uh, of 2003 of, of, or 2015. I think you know, with with Facebook and Twitter, and, and everyone gets you know their their stupid phone on and, and, and taking pictures. I didn't have a huge choice uh, of photos, to be honest with you. So um, the ones I kept are are, are the best ones. Um, the ones that are half um, obstructed by a, by a, by an, an arm or something, I of course uh, of course rejected. Do we get a picture of the Momo Aero Club as it goes? <laughs> I'm sorry, I didn't hear you. Do we get a picture of the the Momo Club girls? Ah, wait and see. <laughs> <laughs> a, a little bit of candy in in, in the book, maybe. Yeah. Okay, I had to go there. Sorry. <laughs> perfectly fine honestly uh, honestly in hindsight i mean it's been a year i think this collaboration was was really was really fun and uh, they they pulled it out really pulled it off really well uh, both bands i think it was a, a, a cute a nice and cute cute match for uh, for kiss's 40th anniversary in japan so what do our japanese friends think about you writing a book about kiss in japan in english 
<laughs> they asked me why why is it not in Japanese and I go, I'm gonna write a book in Japanese I'm so happy that so so many people uh, so many Japanese fans want, want want it I um actually yesterday I was in a in a there was a three kiss tribute bands playing in a, in a club in Tokyo three uh, kiss tribute bands and uh, I, I brought a few copies to to hand out to, to some people and 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 I sold a few there so, oh can I get one so I was I'm really uh, really happy they are interested in the book even though it's in English and I told you know it's in English so, yeah yeah but it's it, it looks great because they they look at um, they can see the, the old old articles and and uh, old photos and that takes them back. Uh, right there, someone says, you know, this is this is my youth. This is when I was a teenager. I mean, a lot of the fans are in most fans are in their fifties here. Yeah. So they all became fans uh, in '77. So when they saw the book, they they were really excited. Uh, they have the information from from the Japanese, of course. They can read the music line. They can read the Ongaku Senkai and everything. Um, but they actually. There isn't anything about the discography and the OP and the, this this fascination that we have for uh, for the little extras and the posters. So uh, they're uh, they they were quite impressed, I, I have to say, and I, I was really really pleased with uh, with their response. That's excellent. Very cool. So, do they uh, Kiss put out a lot of um, some box sets? Um, in the recent years, like, like there's like de- that box that looks like a double platinum album that you open it up and there's a bunch of, of oh, discs. Disc Union SHM box. And there's like a destroyer right, looking right, one. Right, and there's right, like a destroyer right, looking right. one too. Mm-hmm. We talk about do uh, do you go into the thing like some of those reissues in there? That's that's a really good question, and I, I have to say that um, again. I couldn't make it a 600-page catalog on, on, on Kiss in Japan. That's why it's called right. the Illustrated Guide to Kiss in Japan. So there were things I, I, I left out on purpose for uh, just for um, you know economic and, and and strategic reasons again. So I'm I'm not covering bootlegs. I'm not covering uh, CDs much. No. Okay. I focused on the the, the, the vinyl and the, the, the original releases mostly. Um, uh, for another other reason is that um, I'm not an expert on on uh, on, on bootlegs. I mean, it, all the different versions of Kiss Takes Tokyo and, and and all that. I mean, I think there are nine different ones, and the the, the orange label and the bright label and the, the orange label with the white cover is like ah, it's like I can't do that. No, or, otherwise I'll otherwise the book will be ready for the fiftieth anniversary. <laughs> so no no bootlegs and and not much on on CDs. No. Go ahead, Julian. What about television? And uh, Kiss appearing on television in Japan. Do you cover cover that sort of aspect? And and, and I'm kind of leading here towards what is considered one of the video holy grails um, that might possibly exist, and that you may know where I'm going. Um, I know where you're going. 1978, (laughs) and whether any of those shows were filmed, and if so, if they still exist. Did you go into any of that area? I mean, obviously, when you're talking about an illustrated guide to Japan, I I see exactly what you've kind of told us, that it's an overview in some ways without digging into these are the 800 different matrix numbers, you know, for... Every, exactly. every release so uh, 
um, how how much of kind of kiss on TV in Japan do you kind of get into in the book? Um, I, I mentioned it. I think the the most uh, the the, mo- the longest I spent on is of course the Young Music Show because that the, the Young Music Show was a TV show in 1977 where they showed uh, live at the Budokan. And um, there's a, a, there was a great interview in, in a magazine, which I uh, partially translated for uh, for for the fans to to know, because that 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 show is is basically the the Paul Lin Halloween special for Japan. Yep. Uh, that's how important it was. And uh, so you, there there are more details in there. And there's an interesting anecdote about um, the 1988 uh, Budokan show on TV, which uh, I'll. Uh, won't spoil it for you, um, but again, the TV appearances now with YouTube—you just click and you have them. So I wasn't going to uh, into into cataloging the the different interviews, and you know, everyone knows the the interview with the puppet in 1988 and and so forth. The pay-per-view 2001 pay-per-view is on YouTube. I'm on it, by the way, if you can find if you can spot me. Um, 2013 on the on on Wow Wow, which I'm, I'm also on, by the way. So, no, I, I it was not self gratifying. I said I'm on this I'm on this video. No, it, it's um, I think with with YouTube and the bootlegs, I, I I don't spend too much time on the on the Kiss on TV. What about what about the reunion tour um, in '97? Um, there's that one show, and and I don't know how how deep how deep you dig into things like this, but there's that one show that, that Gene didn't sing at all, that, that Paul had to sing um, yeah. all the songs that night. Um, do you talk Do you talk about that or the strain on Gene's voice in 97 when he was there? And they did that commercial too, that Spiro mm-hmm. had to put on the, the makeup and, and breathe the fire for Gene while they were there. Yeah. That's right. Well, she, you know everything. Why should I put it I in? I don't know everything. <laughs> <laughs> it's mentioned anecdotically again. I think these are these are uh, nice nice tidbits, and um, it's important to, uh, um, for example, the Nick Entertainment commercial. Yes, it it, it was great uh, exposure because the, they were launching that magazine. Uh, Kiss is launching Nick Entertainment, so it's the number one. So there was a lot of. Uh, a lot of say, media media attention um, in the, in um, on TV with uh, posters and, uh, and and on the trains the ads on the trains here are huge of course because everybody uses trains um, but again it's not uh, it's not the, the, the main focus I uh, again my the audience for this book are are kids fans I'm I'm not. I'm not explaining who Bill O'Coin is or who Peter Chris is. I mean, you, you know their you know their Casablanca records. You know who Sean Delaney is. Is my I, and I assume you know they were they had to take off their makeup when they arrived and all that. I mean, it's not it's not a, it's not a, the history of Kiss like you've seen in everywhere the orange sneaker, the red sneaker, and all that. No, it's 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 focusing really on on, on Japan. And, and covering the, the the forty years without going into into too many too many of the of the uh, I'm go I'm going over the anecdotes but not too much into it because a lot of that stuff has been written elsewhere and mm-hmm. I guess yeah. you, you expect your audience to know the background 
Exactly, exactly. There, I, there I, are other books for that. Yes. Um, and also the translation I, I, I have for the liner notes, it's not the full translation. It's the stuff that most people don't know because it's not been written anywhere else. If you... You know that Rock and Roll Over was recorded in an empty theater and all that. You knew that. Uh, so what I translated was the, the little extra things. When they talk about their solo albums in, in 77, for example, um, you know, whoa, this, uh, I maybe, you, I don't need to tell you, you wrote a full book about the, the solo albums, yeah. but that's, um, the that's right. The, the book is, is, is right there. So little things that, may not have been in, in other interviews at the time i i spent time in, and translate if you um the, the standard stuff i i leave out nobody needs to hear again you know it's the best it's our best album since destroyer and all that no that's not important one of my my favorite things and this comes into bootlegs uh which you've, you've already told us that you don't really delve into but it, i think it's mentioned in some of the um, liner notes. I, I think creatures uh, might have been creatures or killers. Uh, finally, said that, you know about the cancellation of the alleged live in Japan album, the Rock and Roll Party in Tokyo. Yeah. Do you, do you cover? Did you uncover anything new on that? Because that's really one area. I mean, obviously, we know Eddie Kramer's tapes for that um, planned album did come up for auction and were pulled for obvious obvious reasons why those would disappear. Um, did you discover anything new on that? Because that that is one of I mean obviously it's off the NHK you know stuff and was recorded at the same time as Young Music. It's the same shows in essence. But did you come up with any kind of really interesting things out of those um, liner notes and you know that we that we may not know? Yes, um, the, the timeline is interesting, and I just want to show you the um, case. I'm not sure if some people are are aware, but um, you know the collectors. This is the ad for Rock and Roll Party in Tokyo. This is not the ad Ooh. for Love Gun. Oh, so the people have the, have this and they, oh, it's it's an it's an ad for Love Gun because it's the half the pages on Love Gun. But no, if you if you can read, it says Rock and Roll Party in Tokyo. Well, I can't. Uh, so so uh, the interesting the interesting thing is that that album is um, the um, the catalog number is VIP. 9529 and 9530, which is the catalog number of Alive 2. And that's all I'm going to say. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I want you to leave us plenty of teasers, which you, which you certainly have done. Exactly. Make us go buy the book. <laughs> yes, that would, that would be quite... They call that. The, that would be quite helpful uh, for for several reasons. First, I would I, I really want people to know about Kiss in Japan because there are stuff you have no idea. I mean, I'm more than, probably more than half of the stuff that I found I didn't know six months ago. So that's 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 really cool. Second, uh, yes, I spent a lot of money uh, uh, putting it together, so it would be nice to break even so yes if you can buy the book please do uh, and if you can read it's even better don't just put it in the, on on your shelf um uh, it's uh, that would be great how long have you been working on the book um i started really uh in may in may so six months ago and i had i had my plan i i stuck to the plan i wanted to finish 
a manuscript in September. I wanted to work on the design until November, having the proof, having the um, uh, the printing done. Uh, it's it's been perfectly on on, on schedule. I um, I didn't tell anyone because I was busy working on it, and uh, so worked uh, worked really hard to uh, to stick to uh, to my plan to the budget uh, for a December first release. So start shipping uh, December first. So that's why it's been so difficult to get you on the podcast for these past few months. Now, uh, now everything's know, becoming priority straight. <laughs> it's it's uh, yes, I, I I could not be distracted because it's uh, anyone who's tried to work on a book, and I think you know what I'm talking about, is extremely time consuming. And uh, it's not just the manuscript; it's uh, for me it was also the design, the photos. Um, so I did. I, I did everything, and I needed to stay uh, stay on time and budget because you can't you can't work on it forever. You, it's the point where you have to say, okay, this is it. I have to I have to to wrap up. Otherwise, it's uh, it, it it never ends. So uh, yeah, I, I, I worked really hard, but it was worth it. it was a labor of love, and uh, I got a lot of of support and help from uh, many fans all, uh, around the world. They're thanked in, in the book. Um, their illustration, all the the, the collectibles, the cool stuff they uh, they shared with me um, is in there. So it's a, it's a tribute. It's by the fans for the fans, and I mean it. It's not it's not just a a nice uh, soundbite. It's uh, it's really uh, a really really cool book, and I hope everyone loves it. So this is this is a very limited edition book. Um, yes, you have had it printed. Now, have you received all all the copies that um, you, you're going to receive, or how how quickly should people be getting this if they're interested by what they've heard today about this book? Yeah. Okay. Um, well, let me ch let me check one thing. Um, I kept it. Uh, okay. I have I have already sold more or less uh, thirty seven percent of of the stock in in twenty four hours. Wow. So yes, yes, yes. I'm I've been busy uh, answering email and, and all that. So. Uh, when I said, you know, my, my little video thing uh, that I did last night on my iPhone, um, order it as soon as possible. Um, it's it's not a it's not a marketing ploy to to make you uh, to make you order fast. But again, I'm I'm really 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 pleased with the the feedback I got from from everyone. You know, it looks awesome. I can't wait to get this book. This is what we need. This is great. And people are ordering. They're not just liking on Facebook. They're 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 really, they're ordering it. And um, I'm really 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 pleased. So I hope it continues. And I hope to get uh, to I hope to sell out because that's that's where I that's where I break even. Very cool. So. Kissinjapan.com is where fans can go. Yes, kissinjapan.com will get you to the email. You cannot buy it directly. Um, again, trying to save costs. You, you can email me directly, uh, balish, B A L I S H, at kissinjapan.com, and I'll, uh, I'll keep a copy for you. And that email link is up on the kissinjapan.com site. You know, um, as we close this out, Alan, you know, yeah. first of all, thank you for staying up so late and talking to us about the book. I, I, I appreciate that. 
but my pleasure. More than that, I'm really excited. I'm looking forward to yeah. my copy arriving, and I'm you know I'm not I'm not just trying to sell your book for you here. I, I am really <laughs> excited about more information about Kiss in Japan because it, it's such an area that I think so many fans have at least one Japanese release or have seen one Japanese magazine and have never yeah. been never been able to read it. And we're finally going to get a chance to read about Kiss in Japan from the people in Japan you know, firsthand. So it, it's very exciting. Um, as maybe a final question, what would you call your biggest accomplishment in doing this book? The thing that you are most proud of, and you don't necessarily have to have to give away anything if it's something that you want to surprise us with, but is there something that you are okay. really proud of um, that makes this book a success for you, no matter what happens? That... Um... Well, there, there, there are many, um, but uh, so I, I know, you know, I mentioned in a previous podcast about a 1978 concert poster that I had seen in yes, New York, and I never yeah, thought yeah. of It's in the book, so I'm very happy with that. Uh, the second thing is that uh, being able to meet the, 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 the key people uh, in the 70s, of, uh, so Yokota-san and, uh, and Aoyagi-san, they were... Uh, and um yes the the first the world's first kiss fanzine i'm, I'm very 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 happy that, that I, I found that that i was able to read and, and and meet the person who did it uh we spent uh we talked for for three hours non-stop on, on on that um so meeting him was great uh imai san who's doing sakevi was was fantastic i we we spoke for hours several times he scanned like 300 photos, 300 uh, pages, uh, in 24 hours. And that's uh, that's that's how dedicated and, and how willing to help he was. So meeting those people was great, and uh, I really, really again uh, so pleased that most, well, most people that I contacted, reached out for for photos, were more than happy to share them. Uh, to to help make these books, and we need we need this we need this book. That's what they said. Please make it. So so I did it, and and it's and it's for everyone. So that's also another feedback I got that the, the price is so uh, uh, so reasonable. Um, I'm 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 really really happy people feel feel like this because again it's it's by the fans for the fans. It's not a ten thousand dollar book. It's uh, it's for everyone to enjoy. That's what that's why I did it. And what is the price on the book? And, and uh, can you give us some examples of, say, postage price to the U.S. and to Europe and Australia? Sure. Yes. Um, so the, the book is, is priced at uh, 3,000 yen. And uh, the postage for uh, U U.S., Europe, and Australia is uh, 800 yen. So PayPal should be able to figure that out for you. Um <laughs> If I know some countries unfortunately cannot pay in Japanese currency for some reason, I don't know. And the, the, the total is thirty five thirty five dollars, thirty five US dollars, um, to uh, for the book, one book and and shipping. And uh, I have a couple here, so they will be shipped in a, in a nice cardboard uh, thing. It's not not some some crappy. Envelope from some other company that. Uh, so it's like the damage, like the record that I got. 
from Europe. That's right. That's time. right. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Yes. Between the, between the lines. God, I always love when I get packages from CD Japan. They're like beautiful boxes with high-grade tape, with bubble wrap, with you know soft paper to hold the book. So yes, I saw yes, your yeah. rant about them earlier this week. <laughs> uh, if I may say one more thing again, why 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 people love stuff made in Japan? I had a great printer, print, printing company, and uh, the, the binding is 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 it's the best and the the, the page the the um, quality of the pages is, is really really top top class stuff so it's um it, it's a great book and i hope everyone enjoys it lonnie i'm gonna let you have the last word if you have any uh, any final questions because uh, i've spoken more than i anticipated no, as usual that's no, fine um so I don't know if I have anything else. I was going to ask the I was going to ask the price of the book, Jillian. You took that one from me, but um, but it's Kiss in Japan is where fans can go. Um, and if you guys, if people out there are watching and listening to this, um, he said he's already sold thirty seven percent of his of his stock on it. So if it's something that you want, or it's something that that you even want to give as a gift um, in the coming holiday season, I would definitely suggest getting on it and not waiting around because um, it looks it looks hot, very high quality from what what you've shown us and and the packaging of it look and the I'm sorry not the packaging but the the binding of it looks excellent it's not gonna fall apart like your history book did when you open it up so um, I'm excited about it and I didn't know much about it until Julian contacted me yesterday but I'm excited about it and I think other kiss fans will be too. Um, I think Japan is is one of the Julian kind of touched on this that Japan is one of those places that um, there's a whole lot of Kiss collectibles out there that that fans in the U.S. maybe just have a, a tiny bit in their collection and it's something that they maybe just dabbled into and and don't have maybe don't have the resources or don't have the it's just not available to them so I think Kiss fans are going to jump on this. Um, especially the hardcore collectors are going to jump on this, and, that, and and that's what it's geared toward. It sounds like it's it's geared toward the hardcore collectors that you know already know who Sean Delaney is, already know who Bill Coin is, <laughs> things like that. So I'm excited about it, and I think his fans are gonna are gonna eat it up. So I'm I uh, I've already been on your website, we've <laughs> been talking, so I'm ready to send you an email so we can get this get my copy. Sounds um, good. It's it's exciting. So. What about 2006? You know, our friend Andrew said that he was at the concert in 06. Is there, is there anything on Andrew in 2006? Is, it, anything it, <laughs> is, is a live cat man, Andrew Scambati, in this book? He was at the 2006 shows. <laughs> maybe not. <laughs> maybe not. Okay. Japan, typical Japanese answer, maybe not. Maybe not. <laughs> All right, let's wrap this up. Alan, first of all, congratulations okay. on getting this book, taking it from conception to completion. Um, Thank I, you very much. I, I think people are going to be very excited by it. Uh, this this episode of uh, the Kissefiku podcast has not been an infomercial. I think we've, we've shared a lot of really interesting things about Kiss in Japan today, not just the book. You know, so thank you for giving us a lot of that information. But also to anyone out there, you know, it is a limited edition. So, you know... 
the response on the message board, and that's the response on the KISS FAQ message board, has been overwhelmingly positive. Um, yes. The yes, response on, yes. on Facebook to repostings about it has been overwhelmingly yep. positive. Yes. Again, um, I, I think we Thank need you. to stress when we see very positive responses to anything that any of us try to do in the KISS world, unofficially or officially, it, it's, it's a great feeling to see that excitement because... It's not often that we do. So thank you very much for putting this book out for us to enjoy. And I can't wait to get my copy and have a good sit down with it. So, you know, congratulations. And we you. wish you the best of success with it. I hope everyone supports it or, you know, reads about it. So, you know, well done. Thank you. Thank you very much. So for Lonnie, for Alan. And for myself, Julian, thank you for joining us today. We'll post the link for the website and, uh, you know, get in touch with Alan. Yes. Thank you. What he said. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> thank you for spending time listening to the KISS FAQ podcast today. All sales are final. There are no refunds. If you like, look us up on Facebook or come over to the KISS FAQ message board and discuss the topic we broadcast today. We hope to see you again.